Welcome to the ICANN Podcast, the podcast of the Indiana Catholic Conference. The Indiana Catholic Conference is the official public policy voice of the Catholic bishops of Indiana. Welcome back to the ICANN Podcast. This is Alexander, and I am not joined this week by our executive director, Angela Espada. She's not able to join us, and so it'll just be me. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, ICAN, I-C-A-N, means Indiana Catholic Action Network. And that's just the name of the network. When we get people to sign up for our communications and our action alerts, that's how people stay connected to the work of the Indiana Catholic Conference. And I have some really exciting um, news to share, especially with all of you who have been listening to our podcast for a while, that um, this episode... I believe is going to be featured on Catholic Radio Indy. So for those of you in the center of the state, central area, as well as um, extending to uh, the southern portion of the state, we are so excited that this will now be featured on Catholic Radio Indy. And I just want to mention a few of those stations in case you're interested in tuning in. This uh, podcast will be aired on a weekly basis on Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. And uh, the stations will be 89.1, which is the west side of Indy to Terre Haute, 90.9, which is in Hamilton County, 89.5 south side of Indy to Columbus, and then uh, 98.3 in Anderson, Indiana. So again, we are so excited, great, you're know, very grateful for the folks at uh, Catholic Radio Indy for. Uh, helping us to continue to spread the work of the Indiana Catholic Conference. Now, especially because we're on Catholic Radio Indy and we have some uh, additional time to fill because it's just me and I'm not conversing with Angela this week, I wanted to share a little bit about what the Indiana Catholic Conference is. Um, For those of you who have been following along, you already know this, but for those of you tuning in for the first time, the Indiana Catholic Conference is the public policy voice for the Catholic Church in Indiana. What does that mean? Well, we, uh, the two of us, Angela and I, work on behalf of our five Catholic dioceses. That's the Archdiocese of Indianapolis, the Diocese of Evansville, the Diocese of Lafayette in Indiana, the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend, and then finally the Diocese of Gary. And uh, the, each, each of those five dioceses, the bishop from those dioceses, makes up our board of directors. And our primary role uh, as the Catholic Conference staff is to be a liaison for all of our dioceses in state policy. Um, we also have some interaction with federal policy, but we're more geared towards uh, state policy. That's because we have counterparts at the federal level who work for the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB, and they are the ones who deal with federal policy matters, and we deal with state policy matters. So, in short, whenever there's something that's happening down at the state house, especially when we're in session, which we are in session right now, and we only do this podcast when we're in session, uh, the ICC staff is down at the state capitol in Indianapolis, And we are monitoring what bills are moving through the legislature, which ones are, are, um, you know, getting more uh, hearing time. And and we are trying to to be well-formed, study the church's teaching, 
and understand how it applies to concrete policies, then the, the ICC then takes a position, either um, supportive, uh, in opposition, or neutral, depending on, on the, the issue. Now, we don't take a stance on every single issue in the state house. Just this session, the 2023 session alone, there were over a thousand bills that were filed. Now, any number of these, the church has uh, in her in her teaching has some way to contribute, uh, but we have to determine how how far is a bill going to get this session, and which bills require more of our attention, less of our attention, um, which ones really need a lot of help along, which ones really need to be opposed. Um, And so we'll talk about those bills on our podcast. What we do, we highlight uh, one bill or uh, several bills on each of our podcasts to kind of highlight like what's the, the biggest thing in the previous week. And uh, just to mention it right now, we have uh, multiple podcasts from the last couple of sessions all on our website, and that's indianacc.org, indianacc.org. And you can find our podcasts, you can find our written reports, um, as well as information about what the church teaches on on different issues. Um, And to uh, comment a little bit about what issues we engage in. It's everything that you can imagine church teaching touches on, the dignity of life, um, religious freedom, care for creation, uh, uh, you know, healthcare, bioethics, uh, criminal justice issues, you name it, really. Um, anything that the church has ever spoken on and has uh, you know, definitive doctrinal teachings on, we try to apply um, the church's moral teaching to our, to our public policy. Uh, we often get questions about, well, isn't there a separation of church and state in our country? And I think the the way we often respond to that is, well, there's no prohibition on debating uh, the morality of of a given policy, right? And we're we're trying to lead with moral principles, not saying that you need to believe this because the church teaches it, um, but rather this is something that we believe that we know is part of natural law. Um, something the church talks about is natural law, something that's written on all of our hearts and that we can each discern through our reason. And um, so we, we try to lead with that on, on each of our policies while simultaneously going out to parishes, uh, visiting different places in our state, trying to put out educational catechetical materials that help us and the faithful, Catholic faithful of the state to be informed on um, the, the vastness and the, the depth of the church's um, teaching. So um, all that being said, that's, that's just a, an introduction to the, the Catholic Conference. And um, there's one issue that I want to dive in specifically this week because um, we'll be having it featured in our diocesan uh, newspaper articles. Each each uh, diocesan newspaper publishes an article um, weekly about the uh, Indiana Catholic Conference, what we're doing. And what we're focusing on this week is uh, TANF, which is a, a, a program called Temporary Assistance for Needy, needy Families. Um, there's a bill that's been uh, filed in the state house pretty much every year for a long time, and that is an attempt to expand the TANF program. Um, this program helps those who are most vulnerably poor in our state, and it's a grant from the federal government. And so Indiana has a choice of how to use those funds from the federal government. Now, the uh, the the amount of 
money that the state sets for somebody to get as part of this program has not been changed since 1988. Um, it's a very small amount. And so um, this bill asks for a, a modest increase in the amount that somebody could get. Um, also tying it to be adjusted to the Social Security cost of living. And um, there are a number of other provisions in the bill, but most importantly, um, it increases the amount that families can uh, that 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 families can receive. And addition, additionally, it kind of raises the the income cap as well, um, which had been very low historically. That cap historically was 16%, and then they're trying to raise it to 50% of the federal poverty level, which is is not a lot of money. Um, so we wanted to mention this bill because after years of the Indiana Catholic Conference advocating for its passage, uh, it passed unanimously out of the Senate this year. And it now moves to the House for consideration. And so we're asking for uh, prayers for this effort. And we'll also have an action alert out about uh, this bill. And, and the bill number, if I haven't mentioned it already, is Senate Bill 265. Senate Bill 265. Um, this is something that, that the church it, it, you know, believes in uh, a concept. It teaches about a concept called preferential option for the poor. This is where we try to tie in to our, um, the church's social doctrine. And the church talks about the preferential option for the poor as a special form of primacy in the exercise of Christian charity to the which the whole church tradition bears witness. And this comes directly from the compendium of the social doctrine of the church which is a collection of all the church's teaching on our relationship to others uh, and how charity or love is the root of all of that. I should also mention that the church's teaching talks about the state. Um, the state is in a, a government um, or our, our public leaders for the state uh, has a special responsibility to care for those who are most poor in a society. Um, this is this is again a sort of a basic principle, and and so that principle is what informs our advocacy on behalf of the church on this TANF bill in in particular. So I wanted to mention that as a point of reflection and, and uh, some justification for where and how the ICC looks at various issues that we're dealing with at the state house. Um, so that's all I have on on TANF. And I invite you to, again, go to our website to check out all of the issues that we are following this session. We update that list each week. We get deeper into the session. And hopefully next week we'll have our executive director, Angela Espada, uh, on with us and uh, having a conversation with me about what's going on down at the State House. And we certainly ask for your prayers. We ask that you would pray for us, for our legislators, and we pray that you would reach out to your legislators when you feel so called, uh, respond to our action alerts as they come out, so that they can hear the united voice of the church uh, at the Indiana State House. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we look forward to having you on next week. God bless.